here we go again with the second part of the episode. I hope you enjoyed the first part. So, what should I say anymore? Just listen and enjoy. I think coming back to cars on this one is very interesting because I think this is one of the biggest topics right now for us, right? Connectivity yeah, uh, exactly. in the car. Um, yeah. Especially China is obviously pushing it a lot. I watched uh, an interesting discussion about this in Tokyo, uh, one of the last seminars from Car Design News, which was, I don't remember who did, one of the head of design, I think, from GAC maybe I don't, I don't know but anyway it was very interesting because uh, they said that it's going so fast in China that people are always connected 24-7 it's all about having internet everywhere you go it's so fast and with 5G coming up now and everything and I'm, com I'm from Germany which is one of the most privacy uh, respecting countries in the world we take a lot of pride in really taking care of what we publish and how our data is being used. And uh, I am also always a bit skeptical, you know, with this uh, having everything connected to the internet, your fridge, your, mm. your, your doorknob, your, your, your whatever. <laughs> and obviously there's a lot of possibilities to, to abuse this. And I'm also not sure what benefit I, I have as a customer to always be connected in the car you know for me a car is also something where you want to want to be uh, detached from the world you it's mm. it's a box that protects you from the outside right car is a box you said yeah yeah car is privacy. the car is a box where where people seek privacy basically and this is i think also one of the reasons why so many people are buying an suv you know you want to feel protected you want to feel detached from your surroundings you want to be in a safe space that is your own space because you're in a public space, but it's something that should be... Cocoon. Yeah, yeah, like a cocoon where you feel in private. And I think it's a very big challenge to to make this connectivity not overwhelming and, and, and make it in a way that people are not driven off by it because I, I'm sure the mindset is very different actually in China. It's very progressive. Um, maybe way more progressive than Europe, for example. And I'm not sure where's like the middle way for the global market there. And I think it's really interesting to see how different car manufacturers are tackling this. And I'm looking forward to, to, to see what they're coming up with, especially with autonomous cars coming. Talking yeah. about uh, privacy, I, I, I have an interesting experience to for everyone to do, and I, I did it. I experimented, and and I'm sure you already experimented it uh, without knowing it. Uh, it's really easy. You guys go on Facebook or Google, and you you just talk about something several times. Like you talk about you want mm. to eat a, a chocolate cake. Uh, you want you to going. buy a car. <laughs> you want to buy a car. It's a car. Maybe, and it's really weird few mm -hmm. days or a week later you will see some advertisement about that <laughs> yeah of course because you, you you kind of agree of that when you when you sign your this kind of contract you sign with yeah but company. how they supposed to know what you are talking about i understand if you amazing. go on some website and you look for some product because you 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 are tracked about this kind of stuff it's, it's, all, really... it's all analytics it's all and uh, there's analysis 
No, there is a YouTuber. There is a YouTuber, a French YouTuber. He tried this. He he left his phone on the table without touching anything. And he talked about a a ping pong table. And he repeated (laughs) just this. I want to buy a ping pong table. I want to buy a ping pong table. And he got some advertisement about ping pong table. He didn't touch his phone. It was only on his table. So it means... What does it mean? What do you think it means? It it probably means that... uh, some people are, I, I don't want to say that, but uh, recording or listening, or maybe there's some robot it's analyzing crazy, yeah. your voice. You it's, crazy. It, yeah. it's crazy. <clears throat> I don't know. Have you guys watched The Great Hack? The- it's a Netflix documentary. Great what? Great. The Great Hack. Great uh, Hack. I, I, I will, uh, right, maybe I will watch uh, soon. So. You should. It's very interesting. It's about how uh, elections have been manipulated. Ah, okay. Specifically, it's uh, about the election of Trump and the election of the Brexit, uh, so Britain leaving the EU, and some African election, which was basically like a test run. And it's super interesting because it's all about big data. You know, it's Mm. uh, Cambridge Analytics uh, and how they basically manipulated the small percentage of people that you can easily manipulate, you know, the swing people that are not sure mm. of where they want to go. And they bombarded them. First of the, you know, through big data analysis, they through Facebook and all this, a massive amounts of data. It's literally scary if you read and look into it. And they find, you know, this, I let me just call them like weak people, the people that are not sure in their minds of where they want to go. And easier to manipulate, right? Yes, they get bombarded with uh, really targeted advertising and focusing. And if you, it's it's insane. Like if you see this this documentary, you are never looking the same into politics anymore. And I think we really reached this point where we are in this noise of uh, news. I really want to call it noise because we get every single day so much bullshit targeted at us you know you, they really want to break you by giving you information uh, as much as they can and which is really you know man, man, information that is targeted. You know, it, it works a little bit like a, a song uh, you you don't know what why you are singing this song like you have in yeah. it in your head and maybe you don't even like it but you are singing it why yeah so there's yeah. something in your brain that doesn't unconsciously like uh, get uh, the information and actually you repeat it and yeah. uh, you don't know why. It's, it's kind of uh, some uh, yeah, unconscious stuff. It's crazy, you know, in the interviews and they're really saying, yeah, oh, Brexit, oops, we did it, sorry, <laughs> and stuff like this. It's, I mean, it's that they're blatant, blatantly admitting, admitting this is already telling you a lot that basically this is the new norm. Now it's like this. The the information flow is heavily manipulated. People are so fast to get into their own bubble. You know, for example, Facebook is having all these algorithms. And this for me is one of the big problems of this algorithm system that you always get grouped with like-minded people. And there was, for example, a guy who did this as a test. He wrote a script that likes everything that is being presented to him on Facebook. Yeah? So Mm -hmm. this script clicks everything that he has on his timeline. And he did this for like a a week or a month or something that 
it automatically likes everything and it didn't t t take him i mean it took him like less than a week and he was like in the super right wing spectrum like completely off center <laughs> only wow. getting you know like <laughs> getting like crazy shit and <laughs> by not doing anything right he just liked every single thing that he gets presented and the algorithm looped him deeper and deeper into this hole and this is actually what happens i think with many people they are not bad people or anything they just you know i mean i'm sure like flat earthers don't really necessarily uh started off with thinking that everyone is against them and that the earth is flat they just saw some strange weird youtube videos and suddenly hey thought, guys, oh my the god earth is flat. the earth is flat guys i'm sorry they <laughs> kind, yeah, they, they kind of uh, it's a box man yeah, they, they, the same for because uh, out of the box why the earth shouldn't be flat <laughs> <laughs> it's flat guys it's flat <laughs> no i think it's a uh, turtle shaped It's Clearly. a cube. It's a cube, guys. Also, it's a cube. Who knows? <laughs> And, uh, we can say that uh, uh, flat uh, people uh, who think the uh, I mean flat hers people. I don't know how you call them in English, but maybe they think out of the box, guys. They I have a question. Out. Yeah, tell me. Mm -hmm. You guys, would you sell all your belongings to fly to the moon? Oh, that's interesting. Uh, fly to the moon, man, directly. This, this this is not happen I mean last time it happens it's only few people who did this and it's so difficult to wait do it. wait the question is sell all stuff all belongings all belongings mm -hmm. but fl fly to the moon but go to live to the moon or just no, you fly can you, you just come back. Yeah. Ah, you just can visit go. and come back you yeah. said you, you said have nothing if you come back sell or give up you give up doesn't matter I like you up. you come back and you don't have anything anymore oh shit <laughs> Man, you went to the moon. You can start over. Yeah, right. I think so too, man. Yeah, me I would too. do it. I would That's love to see Earth from That's moon. That's interesting. You can say Maybe just you, the fact you, you can, say you, you went can, to the moon. Yeah. You can come back and uh, you explain everything. You can find the one way. So <laughs> there will be another now. solution. This works for today, but in the future, maybe it would be super easy to go there. Oh, honestly, but, I think so. I mean, and people have wouldn't Galactic, think uh, Elon. Uh, mm. But, but why you ask us this question? Why is the? Oh, sorry. Why, uh, Max? Are you asking us this question? What is behind this question? <laughs> no, I'm just curious because I feel like you, you know, we're we're talking about commitment and uh, future things, and for me, it's always this one big question that I have. Like, I am so future interested, and I love space and and space travel and all this kind of stuff. So for me, it's like a no, no question, question. You know, for me, it's clear. I would have I would a telescope to sell if you want, man. <laughs> <laughs> I saw, uh, I saw it yeah. But man, man, do you know how much it costs to go to the moon? And I don't think you all your belongs uh, cost this money. Uh, the value of your all you your you have doesn't worth the. Honestly, the cost I think of... in 20 years, it's 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 anyway really small. I think in 20 years, it will cost less than 200,000. Thanks to people like Elon Musk. So, Elon, if yes. you listen to this, thank you. <laughs> Let's make this podcast big, huh? <laughs> <laughs> like Let's, send, Let's send it, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what I, what I read, uh, so the project of uh, NASA, NASA they is... Are what, us. Once... They are us. What? <laughs> 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 what is NASA <laughs> want to make... 
moon will be kind of hub for ex- yeah. for uh, far exploration. Kind of. Oh, you're hub. thinking out of the box, man. <laughs> That's kind of cool. I I think it's kind of cool because you can explore the uh, also more far than Mars. Maybe we don't know yet. For sure. We don't know yet. I think we need That's to become incredible. a multi-planet uh, yeah, we will. society. We have to. It's you know, uh, if you see the shit happening this year alone, man. I mean, seriously, all this. I mean, I'm tired of reading all this bullshit every single day of all these politicians on the top fighting each other. You know, if you, you we we are all roughly the same age, right? If you would talk to anyone that has internet in the same age and grew up with internet, we are so similar. It doesn't matter if I'm talking to a Tibetan or a Pakistani or You know, it doesn't yeah. matter at all where you're from anymore. People roughly are getting the same pop culture influences and are the same driven by just wanting to be uh, recognized and successful and having a good life and all this kind of stuff. And I really can't, I mean, this is again, sorry, this is now getting really philosophical again, but I really can't understand why we're doing all this bullshit about... Um, war and and yeah of course it's resource driven and shit but honestly we just need to go we just need to go to the moon and mars and then yeah. no um i want to tell we are talking about space and there is very something very interesting about uh, like uh, uh, people uh, some human beings believe that uh, they have seen a, a ufo or or um how do you say et Uh, mm-hmm. on, on Earth. Creepy movie, and, by the way. E.T. Yeah, I watched it uh, a few days ago. <laughs> Did you watch it as a child? <laughs> yeah. For me, so, it's a, one of a really creepy movies, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> This dude, man. But, but man this I, little I, strange finger. Anyway, guys, there's a theory that, uh, and I, I truly believe it, it's like, okay. maybe, uh, and it's, really easy to believe because uh, if you think that uh, time travel in the future is really easy maybe it could this happening is not that um like people these people are wrong is uh, so there is this different step about um, thinking about uh, uh how do you say ex- extraterrestrial extraterrestrial right? yes yeah <laughs> for me but the theory is that um What is the theory actually? Is uh, that they 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 came here? Is is just that well, they, yeah. are, they are from the future? And if you if you think about this, it's like time travel in the future is super easy and something that even for tourists, like it's mm. kind of uh, like today you take the plane, you go on holidays, and if in the far 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 future, uh, if uh, if for them uh, they they are coming from. The future and for them they are coming in the past so if they are visiting us to see how it it is it was for them in the past and how maybe it's just human beings visiting our planet in the future mm. going back in the past and this is one theory it's, it's really interesting it's it's, it's like if tra- time travel it's really easy in uh, millions of year, in humans being mm. years because obviously one year's This is what we create. The Earth time, the time, the the the, the reference of time mm-hmm. is what we created. But in the future, maybe in the in this very far future, it's completely different. 
because you can travel. Yeah. It's like uh, you go on holidays. Oh, this day, today I'm going to back to her. <laughs> and you the, kind yeah. of fuck up your whole timeline. And they cannot, they cannot interact right. with us. But they cannot, they yes. cannot interact with us because if okay. if they interact with us, it will change their future. Yeah. It will change the the, mm. the, 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 the. So the it's kind of paradox. nice. Yeah, it's 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 kind of uh, really easy to believe actually. You guys should watch Dark then. Okay. Okay. My biggest, I'm, I'm honestly, gonna hang this, out and. Uh, and uh, <laughs> no, but this this is my biggest suggestion for watching anything right now. It's a German series, so which means it's really challenging. You need to basically learn 15 characters and write down all their names and shit. But it's uh, actually a series about time travel and what comes with it. I don't want to spoil too much, so let's keep it at that. But That's it's good. it's brain destroyingly like sometimes you have I these realize, moments I where you're like, this. what the fuck? Like yeah. completely crazy. And this for me is the biggest problem about time time travel actually. You know, the, exactly this, like you fuck up your timeline as soon as you go somewhere. And um I'd like to think about in a way that you know time is another dimension. And I read about that there could be, for example, beings that are living in time, but not in a linear way. Because for us, time is linear. It always moves from the left side to the right side. And we can't do, we can't do anything to change that, basically, theoretically, right? There is, of course, ways to, to bend time and fit by, for example, gravitational mass, even, it seems like. But um, this, this theory says that you could completely cross the line in any way and live in a in a different way of time yeah, that the, time for the you is not string linear theories. string theory yeah. right but this would always mean of course you would never actually see these beings because if you only hit the plane on one singular point then it's a, almost a non-existing point right it's a, it's a two-dimensional point so it's less than any nanosecond which for me is incredible to think about because theoretically all the time we could have basically beings around us that are just not non that are just non-linear in time and uh yeah this is i think where we are getting so far out of the box that my brain starts to hurt but it's still really interesting to talk about <laughs> i like how this has gotten from the remake yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not related to car design anymore but, but, yeah. but, but I, I, that's the coolest things That's the coolest thing. I, I was uh, basically I was expecting something like that, but that's not expected. I mean, car is dead. Let's make some spaceships. Yeah, of course. Proof. Preach. I think I think in the future. I mean, my vision of designer. I'm not car designer, and that's it. Mm-hmm. I think my vision it's also for us. We will not draw design car, but all what will be around, what everything, every process will be part of design. What do you think of car design now, right, right now, Kri, as, like, as of today? How our job in reality, what we are doing, what is your verdict on it? So my point of view, so just from my point of view, is uh, what is happening from uh, my, my vision sometimes doesn't, I feel, doesn't fit with what the company car company ask request mm-hmm. sometimes the vision is uh, they are if they ask to you try to imagine this 
okay, that's my image. And then, but they ask, oh, this is should uh, still keep the wheel. This is should keep the steering wheel or something like that. But come on, you ask me to try to imagine. I give a trial. I don't have the proper answer. But then you ask me to come back 20 years ago. So you ask mm-hmm. me to go so far, but at the same time, we are going back to the past, not going for going ahead, going to the future. So for me, cars is, will be in the future, not cars. So will can be a lot of things, can be a lot of things. So I don't know, it depends by the brief, uh, but I can imagine uh, like uh, maybe it can be, we are at home, uh, my sofa can be the vehicle. Just uh, yeah. just example, just same in this moment, you know, I just imagine. It's uh, the best vehicle, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sofa vehicle. You can the imagine okay. I'm on the sofa and they say, okay, let's go to the park. And you can Sounds like Mr. Bean. <laughs> you know this episode where Mr. <laughs> Bean yeah, yeah. is having a sofa on the cool. top of his car, cool. man, that's... The best concept ever. It's Better time. than the home mobile. And uh, Max, <laughs> yeah, uh, you asked the question to Cree, and uh, I, I think I have also an idea about uh, this. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say that cars, to, uh, first uh, option, I mean, the first uh, goal of a car is to move from one point to another one. Because uh, as you look at um, humans being, they always want to discover. This is the first task. They want to discover. So they want to move from one point to another one. So first, obviously, was walking, then horse, then maybe bicycle, then motorcycles, and uh, also cars. And um, now we are thinking about the transition of electric vehicle, uh, gasoline vehicle to electric vehicle. But if you look in the past, the, the electric was before the gasoline cars. Yeah. If you know the Jamais Contente, uh, the electric uh, first car, mm-hmm. the first electric car was uh, there. But the technology was not good as uh, a business Uh, so the, the 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 oil, gas, and stuff was a really good business. So that, that's why uh, we adapt the the car as with this technology because it could make a really good business. But now that we found that we have to be uh, eco-friendly, and there is a business for that, it's the electric. But actually, electric vehicles are not really eco-friendly. Eco, you uh, have you really pollute a, a lot. No. So, for me, we just talk about. Um, uh, time travel, which is the extreme, to move to one point to another one, uh, and um, uh, 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 taking in consideration the, the time. Uh, so, I think uh, we always in the future, and, and today we always need to travel to discover new things. And I see more the mobility as a way to travel, not just to only go from one point to another one. So, I don't have any real, as said before, I don't have any conclusion. But uh, my, my, my thinking is just about that uh, uh, today's uh, cars design is adapt to a system which is to make money. It's, uh, yeah. Because the, to, to, the way we, we have to do is just to make money and uh, a benefit. Uh, not benefit, uh, how do you say? Um, well, basically, that you, you... Revenue. You, yeah, ex- exactly. Yeah. So the... the, the the actual mobility is adapted to a system which is the system we have created mm-hmm. but if tomorrow they said uh, we can travel uh, just by uh, thinking mm-hmm. the car won't exist anymore because you can travel yeah. faster yeah. 
So it's very interesting when you look at, the, for example, in the past, uh, when you take the plane, in the, few, in the past, you could travel faster than today because you had the Concorde and Concorde was way faster, but it was not uh, um, making money anymore. It was too mm -hmm. expensive this way. So yeah. they, they, stopped, they stopped it because it was yeah. too expensive. So I think mobility today adapts to what is the good business. And mm. it's sad to say that, but uh, this is, uh, we are doing, our job is to uh, make some money uh, and uh, yeah. big companies of course, are interested of in that. By putting lipsticks on a pig. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you, you gave, so, the, 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 that's the, I think the best image. That's the best <laughs> image. Because okay. that's... So, car design in a nutshell. So we just, yeah. we, we just work Our, our job is to work for some people who take have the money and they say we will pay you for doing what we want because it will make us more rich and, and this is all about it today and yeah. uh, so. what just a, an example sorry to say sorry if i interrupt everybody in car many many car company as uh, for example many design studio interior exterior uh, so they say some people is more able to do interior some people to do exterior in my case, I'm doing interior. I don't, uh, Pierre is doing exterior. I don't know you, Max, if you do both process. But what I feel, it's for me, as a designer, I don't feel uh, I'm interior designer. I'm a designer. So if uh, there is exterior and it's part of a vehicle and can be interior or exterior mixed together, it's cool, no? So we still have this kind of keeping differentiation, this kind of... Mm -hmm inside the companies yeah. that's kind of bit uh, bad because the people the new designer are not thinking about that they are proposing a, a kind of vehicle a kind of system a kind of process so the thinking yeah. is more far than only make interior or exterior yeah As a, i think i think honestly um i'm 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 a bit worried because Uh, there is many examples in the past of always doing things the way they were and then suddenly it ended. Because always if you're in a routine, there will be someone that does it differently and it will only take one snap and the whole industry shifts. The car industry has been really stable based on the necessities that were available and the things that were requested. So nothing really changed for 100 years because it didn't need to. But I feel exactly because of this, because of that history, the industry got way too comfortable with doing what they always have been doing. You know, it's a, it's a bit like, yeah, we know what we do and it always works, so it will always work. And this for me is a really, really scary uh, base point, which is probably roughly the same, like, for example, Nokia right um uh, there was i think it was a mckinsey research which said no uh phones always will need um uh keyboard <laughs> and nokia did this research uh, like uh, did the paid for that research and <laughs> in reality What was the problem was, obviously, it has just never been done right before with the iPhone. It's a bit tiring, of course, to always talk about the iPhone, but it's just a, such a good example of yeah, no. how if you do something right, the industry can shift from one point to the other in seconds, basically. Nokia basically got destroyed in less than a year <laughs> by 
the smartphone, which now is so we are so used to it that we're not even questioning it anymore, right? It yeah. could have gone it could have gone a completely different way, and I feel like um, we have now reached a point where there are so many new players trying out new things. Uh, I mean, there's a reason why we have so many startups doing n new mobility systems uh, right now. It's li literally a race, right? People try to be the first company that is like the new wonder child, like Tesla, for example. Tesla has been the, the first big company that made it to become the electric car company. Tesla is undeniably the electric car company in the world. And probably in 20 years, even though there will be a lot of competitors that all have only electric cars, people will still think first of Tesla when they think of electric cars. They, by risk and by bravery, got there. And I am a bit worried because I see our job and I see what we are doing as uh, car designers that we are basically doing this, you know, we're doing this marketing machinery. We ask people what they want yeah. to have. We, we, we do clinics and uh, the people say, yeah, we want this or that. And then we basically use a car that we already have. We put some more Chrome on it. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you can add some more lines. You can yes. eat the Chrome. <laughs> we, add so, we add some more lines to make it look more premium. Chrome is not really successful these days. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but rightly so, honestly. I think this is exactly the point. Um, we, you, you know, like people always then say, yeah, um, when you do something extreme, people always say, oh, what the hell is this? You know, I mean, even the Cybertruck people were, yeah, sorry. So people were, were like, what, what the hell is this? The Tesla Cybertruck. But it literally took them a week to everybody putting an order. You know, it took them one week to digest utter craziness. Uh, honestly, as a student, I wouldn't be so surprised because it wasn't so crazy. From a student's perspective, this was one of the most normal cars ever. But from a professional industry standpoint, the Cybertruck was something completely different. I don't want to talk too much about that car because it has been discussed so and much. It but was genius marketing. It was it was genius marketing exactly. And as again, it's by the guy who does flamethrowers if they he wants to. Totally, they failed totally, but it was such yeah. a success. Well, I, honestly, it was they failed. even added to it. It's the Paris Hilton effect, you know, even bad publicity is publicity. And I think this, this, exactly, this bravery is really what's needed in the industry and why I'm so scared for some of the really big players because they are not there. They are not going fast enough and it sometimes saddens my heart to, to always as a car designer, be limited in what we do because of all this, this, this fear of doing something wrong, of doing a product that could fail. And this, exactly this mentality, you know, this, this fear of fail in the end will make you, will make you fail undeniably because yeah. if you don't risk, you can never succeed because if you always do what you have always been doing at one point, it will not work. And this is why I asked you guys what you think about car design nowadays and why, for example, in my free time, I did this Remark challenge because I really just wanted to do something fresh and, and open my mind again. And I feel like we have so many, so talented young designers with crazy cool ideas, students with coming up with the craziest stuff. And in the end, it never really goes anywhere because... We have all these carryover parts for we are, SUVs. We the are market locked. is full of SUVs. We are locked, Max. We are, I feel we are locked. Everybody. Yeah. Not, not, only, not only 
So I feel sometimes why I open a podcast, why I, I open uh, and I use Instagram. Why? Because I think this is the way to express my creativity and mm-hmm. share part of creativity with the part of community and also have a point of view, your point of view. I give my point of view and that point of view of Pierre and the other people will join to this to the podcast in the future. But what I learned in these few months, because I opened the podcast recently, is mm-hmm. that there are many, many also young designers, but also designers who maybe a little bit older than us. They have a vision. They still have an amazing vision mm-hmm. of uh, the world, of the future. But the problem is, as I said before, I feel sometimes I felt, oh, I'm locked. But mm. I'm not only the one locked. Many people mm-hmm. is the same, are in the same mood and the same feeling. Yeah, That's what I felt since I opened the, the podcast. Yeah. I think it's important to remember this and to, to really make yourself aware that this is the case and to think positively and try to change uh, and to kind of try something, you know, like you, you never should stop trying. Yeah. And I think this is one of the important things. If we, we I always try to remember the topic that we have talking about today and you always need to keep this mindset. I think no matter the age and no matter your profession to think outside the box to to redo, exactly. reinvent yourself to never get comfortable to always learn and to you know always try new things and new ways i feel sometimes it's a bit like people you if you are especially in big big companies you see people giving up because they probably tried many times you know and can be really frustrating as well yeah. i can fully understand you know you have people that try to to push you down in competitions or you have all this kind of negative influences that is normal uh, dynamics in large groups and teams because everybody is of course also following his own his own goals but to not lose your your hungry your hung, hungriness and your your drive and momentum to to really try and change and I know it sounds almost foolish because I'm young and and probably with more experience I would probably end up in the same but I really try at least to remind myself that I don't and to not feel too locked and always try to challenge and and change the status quo because otherwise it's you know I couldn't look myself into the eye and if I would have just given up and yeah that's why I always try That's why I did the challenge. I, I try different things and new things. Yeah. So not, not uh, stop. I agree. First of all, I agree with you, especially when you see in the future. When sometimes yeah. I think I don't want to be like, uh, maybe on, I don't want to be like uh, I saw many uh, designers uh, with high level and I mm. sometimes change the point of view. Maybe may also, and I say, I hope As you said, some people are kind of uh, sad or uh, because they try, they try. I say, I will would like to try to keep myself as much, much more positive, even though mm-hmm. the, the situation around us is negative. Because the situation, so we can just imagine now we are luckily also to have, only to have a job. 
we don't think about we we think that so far no mm. about the space but we have to back to reality now in this period many people as many trouble with work no many people as uh, <laughs> yeah definitely so that's a problem so that's a big trouble also many young students uh, fi- they yeah. finish the the university and they are still looking for job so yeah and they also have a big talent yeah i get many requests from people where i'm like man if i could hire them i would instantly because uh it, it's crazy what kind of talent is actually right now really trying to find anything which is almost really sad like, yeah it's amazing also how but, much uh, also some school improve suddenly uh, yeah. i saw for example there is a one school in china Mm-hmm. I saw the level of, of uh, sometimes I say, what the fuck? This is amazing. It's so, getting crazy. Huh? It's getting crazy. I say, this is five years, doesn't happen. So they didn't have this kind of level in five years. You can imagine five years, only five years. For us, But I think uh, in general, that's, that's normal now because the talent, the talent is really moving to China. If you see the salary packages and the opportunities there, it's, I think, just undeniably something that will come Um It's the next big player. It's already, here. I mean, China's already here. Basically, they already, already overtook all of us. Yeah. So <laughs> we What might I... be too proud to think yeah. about this as Europeans, but in the, this is the reality. We have already been overtaken five years ago and it will only get, get bigger and worse, but it's okay because that's normal progress. You can't It's the part of the game. The yes, exactly. Yeah. Just uh, the only things I'm a little bit uh, worried about uh, is the Europe system how it can be because they are they will mm-hmm. be the future two big player maybe like maybe can be China or India or US I don't know yet because US also has this kind of situation but for Europe which is the future if Europe I'm kind of thinking about if Europe will be separate because this is a moment of separation mm. for many really countries in Europe what will happen So <laughs> that's kind of a bit uh, hard, I think. Rest in peace. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, Europe is too saturated. We are we have gotten we have gotten too comfortable mm. years ago. This is normal. People are uh, not hungry anymore, and that's also okay, right? We had our good times. Mm, yeah. Mm. Yeah. And design normal. design was born in this in in Europe, right? So. Uh, there is too many competition, too many uh, people asking for a job, actually mm. for uh, the actual position. So obviously you have to, uh, I mean, for future designer, I want to say this, uh, don't focus only on um, just one country or just one continent. Just open your, your possibility to hold the world, uh, even if mm-hmm. it's not the best place at least you can start somewhere and yeah. this is the yeah. most but because I had I had I had I think every de- new designer has this problem you can be the most talented or uh, or even though not the most talented and someone can get a job 
um, overseas, but uh, obviously in your in your country or in your continent, it would be super hard because there's so much competition. So when much. on on the opposite side, there is so many other company looking for some for, some foreigners. Uh, in China, it's happening. In Japan, it start it start they start to open the the their mind to uh, mm-hmm. uh, um, foreigners, but they don't really deal correctly with them or uh, yet. But uh, yes, I, I if I recommend, I, I know that you want to stay. The best is to stay in your country uh, with your family, not so far. This is the comfort zone, and everyone wants this. But yes, my, my recommendation about uh, to find a job: first, you have to find one. This is the yeah. most important, uh, if possible, one you like. And but this is not the easiest task. But uh, yes, just if you don't find anything in your country or in your continent, just finds open everywhere everywhere it's yeah. you will find something it's it's so difficult today to just close the opportunity to uh, to another country or another continent i, guess. I mean we w- the problem is uh, maybe is uh, what we learn is our instruction i mean uh, this is culture also cultural basis no mm-hmm. uh like you have to take a degree this is like italian season you have to take a degree and then you have to find a job and you have to make a family and blah 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 internship, internship. Or, i mean internship and blah 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 no but maybe who knows now the the world is changing there is a mixing of everything so yeah. at the beginning when i come to japan i was kind of oh wow i come to japan blah 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 but i didn't expect there is not only japan in the future who knows where i i will go Who knows? Who knows, indeed. Yeah. Why, why do Why do you think um, most of the European studio has a, a studio, a design studio in China? There is a reason. Yeah. There is a market there, and uh, they, 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 China is the biggest market in the world yeah. today. So, obviously, they're gonna make project, and they want some people over there. <laughs> they yeah. need. They actually need. But I want to just say one thing. Guys, also now China is a kind of not only hiring foreigners, but they are growing their yeah. talent there. Cre- crazy. That's 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 what Super I want cool to stuff. say. What I want to say is, uh, we should. You can the, really com- see, the competition yeah. is more higher than before, much yeah. more higher. As you can really see, some of the stuff from these guys, they are not scared. You can see they are coming. Absolutely. Weirdest, but coolest stuff coming from China, from Chinese people, because they are not limited with all this heritage and history and all these old masters teaching you all this. You have to do a side view like this and the car has to Mm. go to the left. And, you know, all this, let's say, uh, this self... Uh, honoring yourself kind of things you know you have to do a hundred sketches a day and if you don't we will rip all of these sketches away and all this stuff no it's it's a fresh view everything yeah. is fresh there you know you, they're starting completely different things and it's cool you can really see that people do things that haven't been there before because they are learning in a different way and, and also Cree oh, sorry sorry Max no no it's fine Kri uh, was saying t- something uh, in the past to me. We had a discussion about that, and he said, uh, well, "Chinese are maybe really good to copy, but uh, when they learn, they do better." And mm-hmm. uh, this is uh, really right. They they learn fast 
because the girl I think, has I think so. Say, yeah, I and mean, I say, I say that I say it's something like that. When they learn, they will be. I think already it has gotten a bit of an old trope, right? I mean, yes, they started like this, but it's always like this. If you want to learn, first you try to learn from the best. And it's normal that you don't do something completely different because first you have to understand the process to to reinvent it, right? Yeah. I think already the point is over. The, The Yes, Chinese companies have been copying a lot and they're still obviously cheap car companies that do a Range Rover Evoque that looks exactly and they the suffer same. from that they suffer a lot from this image yeah, yeah. but uh, watch the new company for me uh, it's kind of company if they like Neo yeah come on I love Neo by the way I think uh, Neo is really cool and also what I love for Neo they don't sell only the cars but uh, you buy the cars you have the app which you are have so your community. You have the companion. For me, it's also really cool. You have the, you know, this this artificial intelligence inside of the car that is basically talking to you. This this I uh, this neo companion, which to mm. me is nothing completely new, but oh, it's yes, cool it that is. they are integrated into the into a into a real product already. And uh, what they are doing, also they and also they have the new home. You kind yeah. of part of family. That's yes. super for me, amazing, no? Yeah. When you realize uh, you don't buy, it's kind of similar to Apple. You come in a kind of family, you enter in a family, but yeah. in a maybe different way. I don't, I don't know, but that's kind but, of I want to say. There's one thing they don't have yet: they don't have rocket boosters on their roadster, man. <laughs> <laughs> And don't give them this idea because <laughs> they will. <laughs> Another shout out, Elon, I love you. Thanks for this idea, man. Seriously. I'm gonna own a Tesla Roadster with rocket boosters. No joke. You know they, they you know they you know you really want to do this, right? They are freaking they are doing a production As you car said, with they, rocket boosters. There is no limit. There is no but limit, man. We say the sky is the limit, but I don't think the sky is the limit for I mean, yeah, for a Tesla Roadster it probably isn't if you use the rocket boosters <laughs> in the wrong way. Uh, <laughs> But the center is in space. That's super yes. That's super cool. Uh, star man. Guys. So guys, I think for today we are okay. We are enough. What do you think? So we had a nice discussion. So I want to say I'm really glad for uh, this discussion together. And uh, it's really cool. I really had fun with you guys. I hope soon uh, to make another one. And uh, I want to say... <laughs> oh, it's definitely fun. I really yeah. enjoyed it. So I want to say thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank Max. you, Cree. Thank Thanks you, Cree. So thank because, you, Cree. Um, what you are doing is really nice. So you give us the opportunity to talk with no boundaries and, I mean, no limits. And I think it's also fresh for us. Yeah. Uh, especially, yeah. If, I mean... I agree. Personally, it's really fresh for me to have this opportunity to think. Yeah. My my thinking is going like maybe uh, faster than what I want to say, but uh, it's uh, yeah, it's a nice opportunity to yeah, have yeah, nice yeah. Discussion. But soon we'll, I'm pretty sure we can have more opportunity. Try to make more guests. Uh, I still uh, experimenting. This is kind of open source, so every time we everything is changing and everything yeah. is improving. So it's not only this format. Maybe soon will be another format. Mm-hmm. So thank you so much guys so thank for uh, everyone is, uh, 
everyone is listening. Thank, have a good night, have a good day, good bo. I don't know when you listen, guys, this podcast. Oscar Samadesta. So, Oscar Samadesta. <laughs> so, I think is, you should say this at the end of all your podcasts, Oscar Samadesta. Yeah, Hi. that's cool. Yeah.